Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of SparkCast where we set aside time every week to talk to social champs in the field. And today is going to be a pretty exciting time because we've never had a customer or an associate like this before. You're, you're a customer and associate. You know, we all are. We're we jumping on, but here we are. We have Dr. Lauren on the phone. She's going to talk to us about a lot of different things and who she is as a social champ, what she does now at the market level with health and wellness. This is going to be fun. So Lauren, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Serge. It's been a long time coming. Well, I know that there's so much to, to kind of break down with you. Start off, tell us your Walmart story, like kind of what's been going on in your world. So I have been an associate for almost 10 years. I hit 10 years this coming March, so I'm super pumped for that. Uh, I started out as a pharmacy intern at Store 1495, and that was back in 2011. And from there, I graduated pharmacy school, became a pharmacist at that store, and then quickly jumped into a pharmacy manager role at Store 2429, um, and then did a lot of moving around. So was there for a year, and then my husband and I moved to Michigan. So great thing about working at Walmart is you can travel and go to different stores in different areas. There's a Walmart everywhere. So we went to... Uh, Livonia, Michigan, and then Flint, Michigan. And that was during the water crisis. And then came back to Livonia as a pharmacy clinical services manager. And then three years ago, I we moved back to Ohio. And that's when I became a market health and wellness director for Market 223 in Dayton, Ohio, back in that original market where I got my start. Okay, that's a lot. You, you just you kind of glossed over some things that we should unpack. I mean, how many at the end of the day, how many states, cities was that? Uh, let's see, four stores and a market. Oh, okay. Not as okay. Because so, I mean, you talk about the water thing, like <laughs> there's like I'm sitting here going, is that something we want to talk about? Because I think that's pretty pressing and pretty exciting um, media news wise. But but I'd rather dive in, I guess, to you. What has been recapping that? What's been the highlight? Like what's been that one moment that, that stands out to you as the shift in your world when it comes to your life at Walmart? I'm putting you on the spot on that one. But what do you think? So really the the moment that I realized I was, you know, at the right company to be able to make an impact was my very first summer as an intern. I it was during our 50th anniversary for the company and they had a little website where you could go and write about your Walmart story. And so even though I was a brand new associate, I, you know, shared my experience of my internship that summer and how, you know, it felt like I was running my own business, running my own pharmacy and treating my own patients, but with all of these resources from, you know, the world's largest company at my back. Uh, and that story actually ended up getting published in the home office notices, which was like the home office newsletter at the time. So it came back down from, you know, Paul Beam, who was our health and wellness president, all the way back down through the divisional, the regional, the market manager, my pharmacy manager. And I realized people care what I had to say. People cared about my story and I had a voice in this company. So that was before like social champs were even a thing. And so now to have this platform, it just only continued to grow, which is really amazing. 
Yeah, I would love to echo what you just said. Have, having a voice, people cared what you had to say. You know, it's an exciting moment to to share that and reiterate that to our audience that no matter what world you play, what position you're in, et cetera, so forth, you matter. You have a voice and people we want to listen and people want to listen. And so it's just a matter of finding out how to communicate and who to communicate with. And um, of course, social champs is, is what we're trying to create, make more of that, where give more associates more voices. So how did how did social media specifically impact your world? And I know that's kind of a, I mean, you talked about making a post and, or a blog and, and what that turned into an article. What is that? Is that a major play then on how social media impacted it? Or was it more of what's happened recently with the way you use TikTok or the way you use some other channels? So it's been a journey over the last 10 years. When I first started using my local social was actually whenever I mentioned the water crisis in Flint, that was kind of my first real exposure to um, using that to get in touch with our community. So I would use it a couple of times in other stores when I was a pharmacy manager to talk about Walmart wellness days that were coming up or um, you know those types of things. But with the water crisis, we were able to really get in front of our customers and let them know about you know, hey, we just got new shipments of water filters in, you know, these are special buy or, hey, we're doing lead testing at the store this week, Mm. come in and make an appointment or, hey, we got pallets of water in or, hey, we had the Walmart Foundation come to the store and they're donating water for the entire city of Flint for the next two years for the school system. So all of this, you know, really important information that we needed to get in touch with our customers about we were able to use my local social to do that. So that was really where I first saw the impact that it would have. Uh, man, that's exciting. The fact that Walmart, it's hearing about Walmart, you know, throughout the country. So many times we think about when, when people say Walmart, we immediately think about our local store, like our personal store. And that's what the image in our head, but we don't realize that Walmart is everywhere in the U S I mean, well, and beyond, but it's in a lot of places in the reality that Walmart plays such a huge role in the community so often. And let's be honest, not overlooked quite a bit uh, by the national media and, and what that looks like. So it's fun when I get to hear moments and stories like this, where you're saying, we weren't just trying to sell stuff. We were stepping in to say, we're trying to help you live better in your community and in, in the situation and the place that you are, because you guys were all living in that community. It wasn't this, this, you know, corporation from outside trying to step in and be like, we'll help you. Instead, it was, we're here already on the ground. How can we help? And so that's pretty cool. Um, that's really exciting. So when you think over social media, then you've been a part of it for a long time, like you said, before it was even officially social champs. What are, what's your favorite post? What's your favorite campaign? Like, is there one singular one that stands out to you? There have been so many. So I think that, you know, one of the most exciting things to have happened was when Social Champs was first really kind of picking up and, you know, there was a few of us that got to be featured in the Walmart World Magazine and I actually got to be on the cover of the shareholders edition. That was surreal. So that was, you know, just an incredible opportunity. But since then, I think my favorite campaigns Anything to do with health and wellness, of course, I absolutely love. 
Um, since we've added Spotlight, I absolutely love that platform because as a market team member, I shouldn't be posting for my stores on their social uh, accounts. And so now having Spotlight, it allows me to have that fun and that creativity too. Um, so any of the health and wellness related posts are always great. And recently, I've also had an opportunity to do a TikTok video for uh, some campaigns that we were advertising for. And it's currently, as of this recording, at 100.7 million views. <laughs> yeah, I wanted which to, is crazy. I wanted to unpack that, but let, let me let me take just a second and say um, to those listening, whether whether internal or external within the company, that we have two programs, and so that's what she's referencing. There's MLS, which we call My Local Social. This is the store talking about its local store by local associates there in in their in that location. So when they post online, we call that MLS when they post themselves about their store. Then there's this other one called Spotlight, which is where we're really trying to give individual associates an opportunity to talk about anything they want to talk about, but in the context of their experience at Walmart and how things go, products that they enjoy, whatnot. And so that's that's what you referenced. And so I'm glad that you brought it up because you know, and I don't know how much play we want to give other individuals because other people have now called you their your your arch nemesis. Like you've got a lot of, <laughs> I don't know what you call that, fans or whatever out there now in the social space because of Spotlight, because of having that individual voice. Why do you think, you know, why do you think it took off the way it did? I mean, you, like you said, over a million people have watched your recent video. Why? Why did it connect? Well, here's the thing. And I mean, I'll be totally transparent about it. It's a sponsored video by Walmart and the company that I got to promote for. And so when people talk about, you know, wanting to go viral on social, yes, that can happen organically, but it can also happen whenever you actually have ad dollars backing your content. And the only way that you're going to get an opportunity like that is to be part of these programs that Walmart has created, the first of their kind programs for associate influencers. So you know, I can't say that it was necessarily my personal content that absolutely went viral because it's a mix of both, right? You have to have a quality piece of content that can be supported by, you know, the companies themselves. And so creating those brand partnerships is what's just really exciting. And you get lots of training and experience and um, really that platform to share your voice through Spotlight and MLS. Yeah, that's good. I'm, and thank you for calling that out because so often people talk about, well, how do I go viral? What, what do I need to do to go viral? Well, the, the goal isn't to go viral. Um, the goal is to make an impact with whatever it is that you're talking about. So whether that's an impact in one person's life or a lot of people, um, those are those are great conversations to have. But then on top of that, to your point, so many times when you see people consistently in your feed over and over and over going, quote, viral, there's probably a little bit more at play than just their simple personality. There's ad dollars. There is an entire network of people pushing and, and promoting. Um, just saying. So I think, thank you. Fair, fair comment to that. Uh, but, but it was still really fun and creative in and of itself. So what are some lessons? What are some lessons you've learned because of social media? Like specifically because of social lessons you learned, good or bad? So one unique thing that happened to me was that 
that I got to go on a special project for Walmart in health and wellness back in 2019. And the only reason that that happened is because someone at home office saw me on social media and said, hey, you need to go have a tour with this market director in Ohio. She's doing some really cool things. So social media essentially created this personal brand that I have and gave me an opportunity to do things within my actual, you know, day-to-day job um, that led to an opportunity for a special project. So, you know, as we shape the way that we use social media, you definitely have to keep that in mind at all times that the content you're watching, you know, I like to think of it as if Janie Whiteside saw this video that I made, what kind of impression would it give? So that, you know, is a great way to just kind of check yourself as you're creating content to see, you know, how does this set me up? What does this say about my personal brand? Um, and would this be something that I would want someone to have eyes on um, in terms of setting me up for an opportunity to do something else in my career or to take that next step? So good. So good. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many conversations I have every week. <laughs> On this converse, on this topic, uh, with associates all around the country, you context Janie Whitesider is our CCO here at the largest company in the world, and um, she is she's very active on social. She does an incredible job connecting with associates, hearing their voice, um, talking to our customers in real time. It's it's pretty cool to watch actually her social presence and her footprint. But to your point, social champs, individual associates out in the field, if you or or just let me just be candid even externally if you're a person that's listening to this podcast because you found value as a you know helping you as an influencer in social media let me shoot you straight there are a lot of people that want to work with individuals and push their products like that's what they're looking for right now uh, affiliate marketing influencing there's so many things but they don't want individuals who are going to jeopardize their brand and so if you're posting content that you wouldn't be proud to show your mom your grandma you know you're a, a a boss at the same time. And that's okay. You have that person, you have that opportunity, you have that personal preference to do that, but it also puts you in a position where you're probably not going to be as accessible and, or in people aren't going to be as interested in your brand if it's just way out there and it's going to embarrass their brand. So just great food for thought. If there was a brand new social champ, listen to this call or associate in the store who's going, Lauren, how do I even get started? Like, what advice would you give them to, to, to get the ball rolling? So if you're internal to Walmart, obviously there's so many great work, uh, resources that we have with workplace, being able to get involved in the My Local Social Group. Um, if you're an hourly associate and you're wanting to get involved, you know, partner with your store social champ and be part of the content creation process. Um, and then more broadly, you know, post about things you love. For me, I, you know, like I said, really love to talk about health and wellness. And so for me, even whenever I'm being presented with opportunities to create content for brands, I will not create content for brands that I don't personally align with. And so if it's something that I wouldn't personally use and promote and it's not authentic to me, I will politely decline. So that's really my biggest piece of advice is stay true to yourself as you are creating this personal brand, as you are creating content, whether it's for work or your own personal 
channels. Um, and that will definitely be a great guiding light for you to enjoy the process too. Yeah. Take your time. I love that. I mean, cause selling, you know, selling out can sound good or bad to some people and you're going to get offers once you start getting some views and people are paying attention, people are going to hit you up through the woodwork and you've got to make a decision to me doing this ad, this promotion, this sponsored piece, is it going to reflect, do I, am I proud about it? Would it be a company that I would buy in? Um, I think that's a great, great call out. I, I personally have also pot declined virtually everybody at this point because I don't want to jeopardize what we're doing. I, I want to be more of the voice that's neutral, that can that can encourage and, and excite people. And I think um, and some have been really hard and some have been very easy because I knew that's not my brand, like who I am. Like I'm, we as a company are about respect for the individual, serving our customers, acting with integrity and striving for excellence. Like if those four core things aren't a part of everything you do, we're still going to have fun, but I'm going to be cautious about the music I listen to, or I'm going to be cautious about things that are in the background of my videos. If they don't portray respect for the individual, then I'm going to not have it in there. Even if I'm still trying to be funny or silly, I'm still going to be cautious of that. So, um, Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know there's so much more that we can unpack. So maybe we just need to get you back on for another show. What do you think about that? I think that sounds like a great idea. Okay, there it is. You guys heard it here first. We got her on. We put her on the spot. We got her. Um, I think Saturday Social will be a fun one where we can just unpack more about just social in general and, and what's going on in your world. Where can they find you in your stores or, or places that they need to be connected. So one more tip is if you can get a consistent handle across all of your social media platforms, <laughs> that is very helpful. So I am at Dr. Lauren Castle, D-R-L-A-U-R-E-N-C-A-S-T-L-E on every platform, Pinterest, TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Clubhouse. The clubhouse in the house. There you go. That's a new one that's thrown in there. And I've got a couple of invites personally. So if you need an invite, you should hit me up. I got you. Um, you're exactly right. Using the same social handle is actually something s- simple, but you would be amazed at how many people ha- are different. They fluctuate all over. For me, I had to actually go to one that I actually don't appreciate, but I had to put a the. So I'm the Sergeberg. And because the other options weren't available in every single platform. And so I had to go look for what would be the one that's available across the board. So you're exactly right. It's so important. Great tidbit and a great way to close out the show. So thanks again for being on the show. And thank you everyone for listening today to this podcast. If you liked it, if you thought that there was some value in this, do us a favor, share it with someone else. Maybe pass it along, shoot them in an email, or just use some of the knowledge you learned and and tell somebody. So thanks again for Lauren for being on the show and uh, everybody else. That's it for us. As always, be the spark the world needs from you today. Do something today to do just that. Thanks all. Thanks for listening to Saturday Social. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and we'll see you next time.